0: The preacher sought to find out acceptable words, and that which was written was upright even words of truth, Ecclesiastes 12.10. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer, Psalm 19.14. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. As in heaven, so in earth. Give us day by day our daily bread and forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Mixel prays for a lower back pain. Lord, may you touch this person's back in accordance with your will. Justifiable praise for the salvation of countless souls around the world and the political affairs of Canada, the missionaries that are spread out throughout the globe in these various countries in these these evil and wicked days with prayer for the underground churches and those who are persecuted for the faith. Peter Crosby prays for the faithful to endure to the end and not to fear the things of the world. And we ask these things, our great God and Savior, in Jesus' name, amen. And if you never prayed before, I open today with the Our Father, which is in our reading in Luke chapter 11, and that would be a great start. You have to start somewhere. It's a great prayer that is a skeleton of our prayer time. And it covers the basis of coming into God's presence with thanksgiving and praise and seeking forgiveness, God's will to be done, to be delivered from temptation, forgiveness for others, and for the strength to accomplish his overall will. And that's what it and that is the crux of the matter. That is the utmost importance now and here today. Mr. Nobody, Gabbro, Gab says sometimes I have a hard time asking God for anything. How could I? He knows infinitely better than me, so I tend to say thy will be done and thank you a lot. But I understand that. Even if he knows what is best, asking him can also be part of the relationship between father and son. Sometimes a father wants their children to ask him for what is good. Not only wait to see what the father gives, but I fall much more on the first case of just not daring to ask for much. Yes, my friend, your point is well noted. We do not desire to consume things upon our lust by asking for personal things and personal favors as if God was a genie in a bottle or if he was a rabbit's foot in our pocket. But as for the requests of understanding and knowing God's will and the prayers for others we are going through some very dark and difficult times. We have a lot to ask and to pray for as it pertains to God's will and other people. And this really falls in line with the great commandment. Well, anyways, just last night, prior to going to bed and lying down, I came across a Fox News article that reads Pence to fundraise for Lee Zeldin in New York. Travel to Israel to meet with the Prime Minister Bennett and receive an honorary degree. And I'll tell you, the first verse that came to mind was Matthew 26:15, and said unto them, What will you give me? And I will deliver him unto you. And they coveted it with him for 30 pieces of silver. And then I wake up this morning to what looks like World War Three. And the stock market crashed thinking that I probably should have bought a few more rolls of toilet paper. But then, ironically, later I said, well, I said this morning, I said, unless they infuse it with paper, the stock market, it's not going back green. Well, they must inf- They must have infused it because just prior to recording this episode here this early this afternoon, the stock market just went green. All I know is someone's making money on all this, and it isn't you and me. Guess what, Christ friends? No matter if they rip us all off, no matter if they create these wars for a great reset, no matter if there's great carnage, I will tell you this, my peace in Christ is not disturbed one bit. And all I know is that these Christ-first communities are sounding better and better these days. Bible bigot, he replied, and he says, Doing as God's will, his timing is perfect. Yes, sir, it is. God's timing is perfect. And speaking of timing, concerning these J6 false flags and Canadian trucker false flags... With the results being political dissident roundups. You want to talk about timing. That's pretty good timing. That it would all happen prior to this invasion. Which I believe to be a fitting title for today's episode, number 55, Invasion. Then some say, well, let's go protest. Well, I came across another article, or at least on Twitter, where there were... Protests in Russia. Hundreds of protesters this morning that were protesting in Putin's hometown. And then what did I read not hours later from Breitbart News? Breitbart News posted article that says Russian police arrest over 700 protesters that were protesting against the Ukraine war. 700 protesters. Listen, friends. I saw this this morning, and I immediately thought, how fast are these people going to be rounded up? And all I'm going to tell you is that we're past the protesting phase, so do not get caught up in it. Do not show up to J6 false flags and trucker convoy false flags. We're past the protesting point. All they're doing now is rounding up political dissidents. Back to these Christ First communities, deplorable Brock UnGab says communities with people going out from there and preaching the gospel. Of course, my friend, these would be base camps. As the judgment of God is poured out upon a nation and generation that has far exceeded the wickedness of Nineveh that we read about today. Then some say, well, what wickedness are you talking about, Andrew? All you have to do is go on Twitter, do a couple scrolls, And you'll see posts like from Ann Lesby, PhD, she, her. And she says what is needed to be a strong response and a strong military to what's going on today is the five steps to a strong military, which she says, number one, diversity. Number two, equity. Three, inclusion. Four, empathy. And five, gender affirming care with all of these rainbows and glitter all around it. I'm just here to tell you, friends, all I know is if we get out of the mess that we're in today, this pendulum needs to swing fast on all of this sexual debauchery and gender confusion within this nation. Berean Pulpit replies and says, remember, though, God has given many over to a depraved mind. Thinking you're a woman when you're not is just the start. How about thinking you're an animal and begin acting like it as some do now? He says, yes, we need intervention fast, but I think the church has fallen asleep on addressing many issues. And I agree, brother. I believe that Romans chapter one and Proverbs chapter one is in effect. Proverbs chapter one, verses 24 through 32, because I have called and you refused. I have stretched out my hand and no man regarded but you have said at naught all my counsel, and would none of my reproof. I will also laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your fear cometh, when your fear cometh as desolation, and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind, when distress and anguish cometh upon you. Then shall they call upon me, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. For they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. They would none of my counsel. They despised all of my reproof. Therefore, they shall eat of the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own devices. For the turning away of the simple shall slay them and the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. Now now, I want to read to you good, the good news. There is, so, there is good news before and after the passage that I just read you. In verse 23, the Lord says, Turn you at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you. And then in verse 33, But whoso hearketh unto me shall dwell safely and shall be quiet from the fear of evil. And we're going to talk about this fear of evil. But before we do that, I want to read to you Romans chapter 1, verses 21 through 28. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations. Their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man, into birds, into four-footed beasts, and creeping things. Wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie, and worshipped and served the creature more than the Creator who is blessed forever. Amen. For this cause, God gave them up to vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the women, burned in their lust one toward another. Men with men, working which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was met. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. And then you want to wonder why I see memes like that which is posted by Wall Street Silver on Twitter and then reposted by Gab.com. Where on one side of the meme, there's the defense minister of Russia, a big, bad, burly looking man. And then on the right side of that meme, you have the defense ministers of Western Europe, six women. <laughs> God help us. Oh, no wonder why Chris King summed it up great. With Isaiah 3.12, the verse says, My people, children, are their oppressors, and women rule over them. Oh, my people, your leaders mislead you and confuse the course of your paths. (laughs) And you want to know why you're scratching your heads today? Matt Walsh, he was on fire on Twitter. He says, have we recruited enough lesbians? Are our armed forces sufficiently trans-inclusive? Have they confronted their white privilege? Do they know enough about syst- systemic racism? These are all the questions that haunt us all. <laughs> yeah, of course he's being funny. And it's not funny, but it is funny. And then we read in our reading today in Luke chapter 11, verse 31 through 32, the queen of the south shall rise up in the judgment with the men Of this generation and condemn them. For she came from the utmost parts of the earth. To hear the wisdom of Solomon. And behold a greater than Solomon is here. The men of Nineveh shall rise up in the judgment. With this generation and shall condemn it. For they repented at the preaching of Jonah. And behold a greater than Jonah is here. So here we see wicked generations from the past. Who repented that come back up and judge this unrepentant generation. Knowing this, at the same time, my Christ friends, we must be the light in this wicked generation. Because if we don't shine the light, who will? One Gab user called the concept of missions a devilish scam. And I I put him on the spot and said, so preaching the gospel is a devilish scam? I told him, get thee hence, Satan. It is written, verse 33 through 35, No man, when he hath lighted a candle, put it in a secret place, neither under a bushel, but on a candlestick, that they which come in may see the light. The light of the body is the eye. Therefore, when the eye is single, thy whole body also is full of light. But when the eye is evil, thy body also is full of darkness. Take heed, therefore, that the light which is in thee be not darkness. We must be the light to this dark world, my friends. We must. Matthew 24, 4. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Take heed that no man deceive you. That means no man. That includes the repugnants, the Democrats, the Ukrainians, the Russians, the Chinese, and especially the Zionists. Verse 23, chapter 11, Luke. He that is not with me is against me, and he that gathereth not with me scattereth. So either you're on God's mission to win souls to Christ, or you're scattering. I honestly never thought we would see the day where America looked to an enemy for hope. But here we are. But I'm here to tell you, my friends, my hope is in none of them. Friend or foe, my hope is in Christ And all I see is him unleashing massive judgment on this world. The biased news had posted. Kremlin says nobody is talking about occupation of Ukraine. And that word is unacceptable. Says the Ukraine needs to ideally be liberated and cleansed of Nazis. Says Russia's operation in Ukraine must achieve its goals. And then Torba replies... With the laugh, Putin is brilliant. Western media, which is obsessed with Mu Nazis, will have a tough time spinning this one. He goes on, he says, what he really means is Ukraine needs to be liberated and cleansed from the degeneracy of the secular Western globalist empire. He says, I hope the globalist American empire gets humiliated from all angles. He says, China should take Taiwan right now. That would be militarily brilliant. And he says the Biden administration is asleep and paralyzed at the wheel and the world knows it. Then in conclusion, he says Christians liberating other Christians from the demonic, secular, anti-God, globalist West. Pretty based if you ask me. Well, like I said, my friends, I'm not willing and ready to pin it all on the West because the Antichrist spirit is definitely in the east as well, so I'm not picking sides. Just like I'm not with the repugnance in the Democrats, I'm siding with Christ. I'm siding with Christ first. Saw so disclosed TV says Putin claims he was forced into the Ukraine invasion. Says Russia remains part of the global economy, and country and countries should not push them out of the system. Here he's saying that he's part of the globalist agenda now i agree is he being set up is he being pushed into a direction that he may not have went by such people as the zionist i believe that he very well could have especially considering that meanwhile on cbn christian zionist news they seem fit to publish an article entitled holocaust survivor and oldest journalist and the world says world hasn't learned lessons of the Holocaust. So is that what we're doing today? Are, are we creating more wars. To teach lessons about the Holocaust. Here we have. Uh, Ukraine. Which which were victimized. By the Holodomor. And here you want to. Frontline and put on the front page. Of your news a Holocaust. When there's a war with the Ukraine and Russia. Now do you understand. Why no one knows about the. Holodomor genocide. Matthew 24, 5. For many shall come in my name, saying I am Christ and shall deceive. Many. Now this deception could easily start with Judeo-Christianity. But it's impossible to end because there's just too many. Verse 7. For nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. All I have to say is Check. Check, 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 and check. Verse 8, all these are the beginning of sorrows. The bottom line is, my Christ friends, we are going to experience some pain. Our faith will be tried. But I will tell you this, never allow Satan to convince you that the Lord has abandoned you. We read in Exodus chapter 5 today, verse 22 through 23, and Moses returned unto the Lord and said, Lord, wherefore hast thou so evil entreated this people? Why is it thou hast sent me? For since I came to Pharaoh to speak in thy name, he hath done evil to this people. Neither hast thou delivered thy people at all. And I'm here to tell you, my friends, our faith is going to be tried. Matthew 24, 9, Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, and shall kill you, And you shall be hated of all nations for my namesake. But I'm here to tell you, my friends, God's going to be with us. And it's not to be confused with the beam me up Scotty secret rapture, arrogant American Christian. Bartimaeus on Gab says secret rapture. What about the 80s? What about 1948? That generation will see the rapture within a generation of 40 years. That was in 1988, 34 years ago, and still no secret rapture he says i look forward to the day when all the israel first bible churches are empty because everyone knows that they were on the wrong side of history with their prophecy claptrap and i replied to this brother because i agree i i feel it i said they will soon learn that christ first is the only way i saw on cbn news this Zionist news network spewing some more propaganda with an article entitled is Israel condemns Russia, Ukraine invasion stops short of military assistance to Kyiv. <laughs> of course they stopped short of military assistance, especially if they were the ones to initiate it. Matthew 24, 10 and then shall many be offended and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. Check. Verse 11 and 12, And many false prophets shall rise, and shall deceive many, and because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Check and check. But this is the thing, faithful friends. There is no need to fear anything but the Lord. Because our faith will endure to the end. Verse 13, But he That shall endure unto the end. The same shall be saved. Wingnut on Gab says, our national security is non-existent right now. Guessing they'll turn on citizens for our safety. Gulags are coming. Pray for strength and courage. If this happens, I pray that it doesn't. Plenty of people will teeter on insanity. And this is why it's so important because I I don't believe it's not going to happen. I believe it's a matter of when it's going to happen concerning these gulags and the such. But we must remember the phrase that our Lord recited when he resisted Satan. It is written. And then we also read in our 11th chapter of Luke today in verse 28, but he said, Yea, rather, blessed are they that hear the word of God and keep it. We must keep the word of God. Do not let the false accusers rob you of your joy. Verses fifty-three, fifty-four, Luke 11. And as he said these things unto them, the scribes and the Pharisees began to urge him vehemently and to provoke him to speak of many things, laying wait for him and seeking to catch something out of his mouth that they might accuse him. We must not give the Antichrist anything because they're going to false accuse us anyways. We don't need to give them any more fuel for the fire. But it's time for us Christians to live up to the great commandment and all of this darkness and all of this chaos and all of this insanity and be the light that God has called us to be. Historically, it has been moments like these that have brought our nations to repentance and even revival. We read in Job 22:29, 29, when men are cast down, then thou shalt say there is lifting up and he shall save the humble person. And We've seen this humbleness in the past, but not anymore. It just seems that hearts are becoming harder and harder. And this is why I believe that we have come to a state of the reprobate mind, as we have read in Romans chapter one in this episode. But nevertheless, I'm prepared to let my light shine. I am prepared to love my neighbor. Snarky warrior on gaps as many people are teetering on insanity right now, even some of us that have been awake for a long time. My prayer to God is that he spare his children from the arrows of the enemy. Those arrows are coming at us from every direction to cause confusion. It's why we have to put on the full armor of God and pray. And you're absolutely right, my dear sister in Christ. And, but I'm here to tell you and to remind us that God is not the author of confusion. God is the author of peace. And all I know is that I'd rather die in war than to see God further mocked by this world. And I know this. God will not be mocked. Exodus 5.2 and Pharaoh said, Who is the Lord? that I should obey his voice to let Israel go. I know not the Lord, neither will I let Israel go. And that's what they say today. That's what they think today. But you're going to get to know him real soon, the pharaohs of this world. And you have no power over Israel, the church. His steadfast love says God's still in control. Amen, my sister. He's always has been and he always will be. But now is the time for his judgment. So welcome to the judgment of Almighty God. Marie and Paulpa says things in this world are falling apart, but Christ is still on the throne and nothing can change this. Amen. Nothing can change this. We know that God blesses and that he judges. And we know that he tries. Our faith, I believe our faith will be tried. I believe that the gulags are near. Verse 9 and 10, Exodus 5. Let there more work be laid upon the men. That they may labor therein and let not regard vain words. And the taskmasters of the people went out and their officers. And they speak to the people saying, Thus say Pharaoh, I will not give you straw. (laughs) Someone's making money on all this chaos. But it's not going to be us. And guess who's going to be left with the straw? So, why have we reached this point as a nation? Well, maybe it's because we've forgotten the fatherless and the widows to support reprobates instead. Job 22, 9 and 10 in our reading. Thou hast sent widows away empty, and the arms of the fatherless have been broken. Therefore, sneers are round about thee, and sudden fear troubleth thee. Seems to be there's a little bit of guilt. There's a little bit of unconfessed sin in our lives that that brings about this fear, this neglect of the fatherless and the widow, which is true religion undefiled that we read about in the book of James. And all I know is if they black out the internet, I just want you all to know that I'm praying for you and to keep up the good fight because we are in this together for the glory of Christ our King. And I'm continually reminded, as a matter of fact, it is tattooed on my arm. Second Timothy 2 3. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Because we're going to find out if this blackout's going to come here sooner or later. I came across in post on Twitter from NetBlocks says confirmed multiple government websites in Russia, including the Kremlin and the State Duma, have fallen. Have fallen offline. The incident comes amid cyber attacks targeting neighboring Ukraine. So we're gonna be, we're gonna find out who has the stronger cyber warfare. There, that's for sure. Rev G Hip 2000 says, "Get those citizen band radios out of the mothballs, kids." <laughs> oh God, help us! And then Mr. Nobody says, "Fear is not a good counselor." Well, I'll tell you this, Mister Nobody Gabarro, and I know you're a sincere brother in Christ. But fear is a great counselor. Psalm two eleven: Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. And I told him, you know, where have I demonstrated fear of this world? I despise the fear of this world. He said he did reply. He says the Bible teaches us not to fear the things of this world. I was referring to that. Empty shelves, for example. Stock market crashing, blacking out of the internet. Fearing and loving God is good, but only God. In general, I like what you share and do, but I prefer not to judge you. I do not know. I also trust no man. Maybe you're not afraid of those things, but those things are scary for the majority of people, which are still attached to this world. They tend to provoke. It tends to provoke them to worldly fear. I see these days many are trying to scare people. The Russian invasion is part of that. That is why I wrote against fear, which is good, only justly directed to God because of our iniquities, not to those things. And I understand where his brother is coming from. I understand what he's saying. But this is the thing. We do not have time for people's feelings when it comes to preaching the gospel. We don't have time for it. We've been entertaining feelings for way too long now. And look where it's gotten us to this woke tranny military. And it just goes on and on and on. We at this point in time, my brother in Christ, it's faith alone now or perish. And I told him, faith and peace be with you. And I'm gonna tell you the same. And I pray the same for you, that God's faith and peace would be with you. Because either you have the peace of Christ or you do not. If all you have is fear of the world, you might want to examine your own salvation. Jesus loves me, this I know. Replies and says, Jesus speaks to me a lot about this, especially where my children are concerned. You're 100% 100 correct. I think a lot of Christians struggle with this. The biggest difference I see is there are some who do not recognize what a huge issue this is about our faith. Then there are those like me who realize what a tremendous impact fear has on separating us from God. I admit too, and I pray a lot on this, a lot. Although I have more worry on intimate things such as my autistic son's future and less on bigger things that seem too far out of my reach. It really doesn't matter how big or small, though. The evil one weeds worry, fear like a weapon, slippery slope, very slippery slope. And I appreciate your transparency, my dear sister in Christ, because I too feel those same anxieties when it comes to my loved ones. So I I believe that's completely natural to have that concern for and lo- because of our love for our loved ones. We don't want to see them in harm's way or there's a sort of a separation anxiety. So I get that. And I think that's completely natural. But it's those unchecked, uncontrolled fears that become so debilitating that we can't even look up and call out to God. That is not the fear that we are to be in bondage to. That is not the fear that we are to be enslaved by. I'm not enslaved By the Russian and Ukrainian war, I will not be enslaved if China chooses to come into this war. And I do believe that the China card is at the top of the deck. Because I don't believe that Putin would have made his move without the support from China. We must not forget, America has risen to an enemy of the world in many countries' eyes. And I'm reading... Reports where China is publishing increasing rhetoric about Taiwan. So they too may be seizing their opportunity here in the near future. Fox News published an article, China watching for U.S. weakness amid Russian invasion of Ukraine. And you say, well, why is this all coming down on America? I'll tell you why. We were once the light of this world. We had missionaries going all across the world, and now we we have brought great shame and mockery unto our God. And first Peter four seventeen says, For the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it first begin at us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? And if America falls, my friends, it will have no excuse, because this country has mocked God for the last time. Reese Thompson on Gab says, praying for the leaders and saints in Ukraine and Russia, pray for the leaders and saints in Taiwan and China. And I absolutely agree. We need to pray. Pray for our brothers and sisters that are spread out, not only throughout the East, but pray for those here in the West. Because I don't believe that we are getting out of this easy. Right now as I speak, there could be Army encampments and bases that are being constructed in Canada. You remember the Canadian false flag convoy protests, don't you? You remember how it ushered in the Canadian dictatorship. All I'm saying, all I'm saying, is the timing is just too good. I wouldn't be surprised if there's Chinese base camps. Build it right there, right now. And all I know is this: Psalms one eighteen eight is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. Verse 9, it is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. Verse 10, all nations compass me about, but in the name of the Lord will I destroy them. You want to know how to overcome all of the fear? You want to know how to overcome all of the anxiety of what could possibly happen? In the name of the Lord. Two years ago, when the bio virus was released, I posted, watch. This is just a softening objective for a future invasion. Well, it's starting to look more like that, but I'm not going to lose any sleep. And obviously Fox News is not losing any sleep either because throughout all of this, they're reporting on some celebrity's divorce. This is what I call insanity, my friends. Matt Williams says, step one, Russia takes Ukraine. Prediction, step two, China takes Taiwan. Prediction, step three, they stop using the dollar to hedge against the sanctions. Like I said, all of this has been well thought out. But don't And don't forget what happened before the last World War when a country separated itself from a global monetary system. They brought the hammer down. One minute encouragement says, I feel sad today, sad for the oppression and the loss of freedom, sad for our brothers and sisters in Christ who are suffering and sad for all of us and the loss of freedom. But I'm not sad without hope because we have an amazing future in Jesus. And this is it. And you have a, a great encouraging name, one minute encouragement. Yes, there are these crashing waves around us right now. And we're stepping out by faith on water. And we must keep our eyes on Jesus to stay afloat. Otherwise, if we start looking at the crashing waves, fear will come and we will sink. But if we fear God greater than those crashing waves, there is no invasion on this planet that will be able to cause us to sink or to remove us from our faith in Christ. Keep up the good fight, Christ friends. We are in this together. Psalm 55 Give ear to my prayer, O God, and hide not thyself from my supplication. Attend unto me and hear me. I mourn in my complaint and make a noise. Because of the voice of the enemy, because of the oppression of the wicked, for they cast iniquity upon me, and in wrath they hate me. My heart is sore pained within me, and the terrors of death are fallen upon me. Fearfulness and trembling are come upon me, and horror hath overwhelmed me. And I said, O, oh, that I had wings like a dove, for then would I fly away and be at rest. Lo, then would I wander far off and remain in the wilderness, say la. I would hasten my escape from the windy storm and tempest. Destroy, O oh Lord, and divide their tongues, for I have seen violence and strife in the city day and night they go about in upon the walls thereof mischief also and sorrow are in the midst of it wickedness is in the midst thereof deceit and guile depart not from her streets for it was not an enemy that reproached me then i could have been borne it neither was it he that hated me that did magnify himself against me then i would have hid myself from him But it was thou, a man, mine equal, my guide, and mine acquaintance, we took sweet counsel together and walked unto the house of God in company. Let death seize upon them, and let them go down quick into hell, for wickedness is in their dwellings and among them. As for me, I will call upon God, and the Lord shall save me. Evening, and morning, and at noon, I will pray and cry aloud, and he shall hear my voice." He hath delivered my soul in peace from the battle that was against me, for there were many with me. God shall hear and afflict them, even he that abideth of old, say la, because they have no changes, therefore they fear not God. He hath put forth his hands against such as be at peace with him, he hath broken his covenant. The words of his mouth were smoother than butter, but war was in his heart. His words were softer than oil, yet were they... Drawn swords. Cast thy burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. But thou, O God, shalt bring them down into the pit of destruction. Bloody and deceitful men shall not live out half their days, but I will trust in thee. I pray that this episode of Gospel was a blessing to you. And if you would like to become a team member of this Christ work, simply pray. Pray that God would use this podcast mightily for His glory. Share the episodes wherever you can and support with a subscription if you're able to do so. We are in this together, Christ friends. Keep up the good fight.